Bjork. Feeling Swedish today. Fellas, welcome in to the PHNX Fantasy Sports Show, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I'm your host, Shane Diefenbach, joined, as always, by Sean DePaz and Espo. Fellas, how are we feeling on this fine Thursday? Swedish as well. Nice. I also feel Swedish. More like a meatball than Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish meatball. Isn't that crazy that Ikea just does that? I've never been to an Ikea. Really? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I was in one. I mean, the Swedish seem like such nice people, but then they decide to create this affront to those of us that are of the Italian heritage. <laughs> Swedish meatballs. As as a quarter Italian, Swedish meatballs are pretty good. I'm not a big life. sweet meat guy. Like, <laughs> let's talk about football. Sweet meat, <laughs> sweet meat, sweet meat. Bad, bad band name. Gr- mm, yeah, yeah, bad yeah. band name. Good offensive lineman name. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd be scared. I'd, well, I guess that's kind of works in your sweet favor. Sweet meats would be like a really good like first band name when you're still practicing in your mom's yeah. garage before before you blow up. You're like, all right, now where no, people are taking it serious, yeah, we got to change, change the name. name. Yeah. Or the kind of name when a band that's big goes to do a show that they don't want anybody to come see, so they can work on new stuff. Perfect name. For that. Uh, much like sweet meat, not a great, uh, not a great occurrence. I, I would say I, I'm not a fan of it, but I'll, I'm sure most of you guys weren't a fan of the Thursday night football yeah. game last week. One of the worst games, actually. I'm kind of like a like a sicko when it comes to these type of games. Like I loved it. I, if I'm being honest, I enjoyed it in the end, but for the first what fifty-seven minutes of the game, yeah. basically, I was not having well, fun. Fifty-seven, no. Probably 58, no, it's like 62 minutes because it went to overtime. Well, no, once it got close oh. to the overtime, to the end of regulation, I started enjoying it is what I'm saying. But like, yeah, it was prior to it going to overtime and it becoming so bad that it was good. Yeah. It was the worst football game I've ever watched, I think. It was the ultimate hate watch. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was fun to complain with everybody mm. about it, but it was just a terrible f- – there's no way you can claim it wasn't a terrible football game. Yeah, it, it wasn't great, uh, and it wasn't a defensive chess match either. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson just m- missing throws. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just get into the conversation. <laughs> Is Russell Wilson cooked? I don't know. Does Was the surgery something legit? Was this an excuse to try to – Make up for the fact that they gave this guy two hundred and fifty million dollars. Like, I if if he really was hurt, then it's tough to say that he was cooked because he's out there just trying to gut it out and get through it. But I mean, based on what we saw on the field, it looks pretty damn close to cooked. Yeah, I've said yeah. this many times on shows. I have quarterback tier lists, and one of them is Carson Wentz tier. Russell Wilson is in Carson Wentz tier right now. Carson Wentz is not in that tier for me right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, probably crazy. the funniest <laughs> thing. He's probably in C tier. Yeah, I think it goes S, which is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers in A. Her, what about Herbert? Herbo's in A. Okay. But those are the two. Like those game are the, breakers. The, yeah, those are the only two that can take over a game completely. Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert sometimes sneak in there, yeah. but they're mostly an A. Um, then, then B, then C, then Carson Wentz, then bad quarterbacks. Carson Josh Wentz tier. Yeah, Josh Rosen. <laughs> Carson Wentz tier is a quarterback that can be good, but has Carson Wentz tendencies. You know, likes to. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is Carson Wentz tier one hundred percent. I'll 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 put out a tier list here soon. Uh, they they have good tendencies, but they also have Carson Wentz tendencies, and that is hero ball. And Carson or and Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz. Russell Wilson has been known to do this in the past, and it's not just on the field; it's also off the field and how he handles himself. Tries to be a hero when it comes to commercials, but also when it comes to rushing himself back from injury. 
rusting himself. We saw it last year with the the finger injury when Geno Smith had to step in. Geno Smith started playing okay football, but Russell Wilson was like, no, I'm fine. And then he just wasn't. He was terrible. And I wonder if that finger is still bothering him because he's missing throws he shouldn't. He made a great throw to Stephon Gilmore um, <laughs> in, in that game, but I, I'm just... I, you know how old he is, guys? Mr. Unlimited. You know how old he is? 32. 33 years old. He's 30. He feels so much older. He's got, yeah. what, a five-year contract? It, it, it's five, but then they can it can go past that. It's not I think it's five that. guaranteed. No. <laughs> it's not going past I, I that. I don't think it is, and I think Broncos fans are getting a little worried now. It's, it, it is Russell Wilson. I think... I think I'm not completely checked out on it, but it's 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 looking it's it's looking like it's trending in the wrong direction. And when you have to cater an offense to your quarterback because he can't throw over the middle of the field, it takes away a lot of stuff. Um, and I think that's why we're seeing the Seahawks offense actually working now after he left is because they brought in the Rams quarterback or uh, passing game coordinator Shane Waldron, who's now the offensive coordinator, and they're starting to run a bunch of stuff in the middle of the field and dinks and dunks and kind of Niners offense style. Um, is Russ ever going to figure this offense out? I just don't think he's good anymore. Like I, I, I mean, I think you started to see it near the end of of his time in Seattle. He was not the same old Russ. And I just think that there's that you, you, you're not. Most people aren't Tom Brady. Like that doesn't yeah. you know you don't just reverse time. Um, I don't think he's going to get any better than he is now or ever was. I think it's more about the Broncos figuring out Russell Wilson than Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, you got to figure out one hundred percent. Yeah, like they need to go back and look at what were the things in Seattle that really worked and lean more in into that because trying to expect a thirty-three-year-old quarterback with physical limitations to relearn uh, or learn a new system and change the way he plays. Does not seem like the most yeah. efficient way to do. But glitz. part of what worked in Seattle was that Russell Wilson wasn't thirty three years old. Exactly. Oh, I'm glad too. you brought that up because what worked in Seattle was what he's trying to do now, and yeah. that's surviving off of broken plays yep. when separators like Tyler Lockett get open, or throwing to a dominant receiver in either DK Metcalf or Cortland Sutton. And Cortland Sutton is very good, but when you're overthrowing him, it's not very good. He's not. He's not tall enough to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, LTC. LTC always with the comments. I already see some uh, questions in the chat. We get to those at the end of the show. So if you have a question about your fantasy football team for week six or just who to trade and whatnot, make sure to drop those in the chat. We will answer them at the end of the show. Anything else on this game, guys? Anything? If you want to touch on the Colts at all? I'm good. From a fantasy perspective, Russell Wilson's cooked. Matt Ryan is so far beyond cooked, he's jerky. I actually point. I actually thought he played a lot better in these last two weeks. And a lot better from what he was. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. But I, I think from abysmal to... Yeah. It's it could Maddie be on ice, yeah. all right? It's when done. you're throwing to Alec Pierce, you have problems. It's, it's, it's just not very good. Or a... What is his name? Oh, they have some receiver that went to a, a, a college football program that is no longer a college football program. Oh my God! I'll find his name in a bit. Oh yeah, it's... I didn't know Nikhil Harry was on. That. Hey, <laughs> come on! No ASU slander here. <laughs> Eagles Cardinals. Speaking of uh, college football programs, the Cardinals. Is it time to panic? No, I mean they almost beat the only undefeated team in the league. If they didn't have a kicker who has no business being on an NFL roster kicking for them, which they will again this week, uh, then everybody be talking about, oh look at the Cardinals. Despite all their injuries, have figured out a way to be three and two and beat the the vaunted Philadelphia Eagles. Like 
it's not over. I think they've actually unlocked something with Eno Benjamin uh, and giving him minutes. You're a week away from getting D Hop back in the fold. Look, no, there's no, there. I don't think there's panic. There's concern, but not panic yet. I mean, there's only panic if you're one of the Cardinals fans that was being unrealistic about what you should expect at the beginning of the season, thinking that this team is a Super Bowl. Yeah. The Cardinals are not a Super Bowl team. They weren't a Super Bowl team last year. They overachieved for the first half of the season. Um, they surprised me. I thought the Eagles were going to blow them out. I do think the Eagles could also potentially, and I know Jen is a, in the chat is an Eagles fan. I think the Eagles could be a little fraudulent. They don't really play anybody. I think they're, I they're good. They're very. They're a very good team. I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. I think this is what's going to happen. I think the Cowboys either beat them straight up this week on Sunday Night Football or play them close and everybody freaks out and says, see, they played a good defense and now they're not. I think they're fine. I think they'll be just fine. The Eagles are this year's oh, no. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. No. I, I, think no. they're, I think they're better. I think the Eagles they're are better than last year's Cardinals, but I think the result is ultimately going to be the same. D-Hop coming back. Is this going to change the offense? Yes. Um, I mean, he's better, so the offense is going to be slightly Sorry, better. Obviously, it's going to change. Is it going to make the offense exponentially better? No. Yes, because they still got the same Hollywood Brown is now going to be your second receiver. D Hop's a guy that can go up and get you know fifty fifty balls, which they don't have. I mean, every receiver is my freaking height right now. Hmm. They're five eight or less right now out there. For the Cardinals, it will improve the offense significantly just because defenses have to respect the hell out of D Hop, which now makes Rondell Moore your third receiver, AJ Green's your fourth. Like yeah. it makes everything easier for each of those guys down the line. But yeah, Kyler Murray is still throwing the football. Oh, come on, it's not Kyler, it's Cliff. Let's. Okay. I mean, I still don't like Kyler's decision making. I think he like. I think he's. I think. Sorry, I think people in this market overrate Kyler a little bit. He's got a lot of physical talent, but I don't think he is up here one of the greats. Yeah, I I want to stay away from the Kyler talk. <laughs> fair I, enough. I, 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 He's a hell of a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, fair. That is very fair. <laughs> Let's talk about a hell of a fantasy defense in the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get Matt Rule fired, but they were the last straw. Um, this defense is just causes hell on earth for for teams um i was talking to sean about this earlier before the show so this is a really weird fantasy season i mean i've seen people with teams that literally score 34 points like yeah and they're good rosters but i've had that one week yeah it's fantasy is weird this year and it's because if you look at sports betting the unders are hitting at an all-time high you know, like yeah. a, a ton of them are it, it. It's because there's not a lot, of, not a lot of points, and what that means is there's certain defenses that are working. And this year, it's the it's the too high, it's the cover two, and defenses. It, it's what they did to Pat Mahomes, but the Niners don't do that. They run a cover six with, and I don't want to get too nerdy here because I know it's it's boring. You already have. I, yeah. I enjoy it though. Talanoa Hufunga is <laughs> Troy Polamalu. You love saying that name. I do. It's my favorite thing to say. <laughs> Is Troy Polamalu version two? He trains with him. He jumps snap counts. Is this defense the best defense in the NFL? Yes. Mm. Yes. Well, because the Bills have too many injuries, and I think the Bills are in that conversation if they're at full strength. Um, But, I I mean, what they're doing with this team, especially when you put it in the context of what their offense is and really who their quarterback is, and the fact that they have such an offensive-minded coach, like, I yeah, I I think it's got to be the best defense in the NFL. 
I agree, but I st- I think at some point offensive offenses catch up to it. Oh, yeah, especially yeah. even in their division. That was my next question. So, in I believe it was the 2020 season, maybe 20, yeah, 2020, when everyone started running too high against Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes, and they just they struggled to push the ball downfield because Mahomes didn't want to take anything short. Uh, and then their offense exploded. I don't think the 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 workaround is just to start taking short, things short because offenses do that right now. Um, but I think the the offenses will catch up eventually, um, and I think overs are going to start hitting like crazy. Are you guys are you guys confident that confident that teams like the Bengals who rely on these deep threats are going to figure it out in the next couple of weeks, or do you think it's going to take a little longer? I'm not a believer in the Bengals right now. If we're talking, we'll, we'll get to buy or sell with the Bengals, but I think, I think eventually offenses will will scheme around these things. Deep balls will be more prevalent. I, it's always a chess match, right? Yeah. Early, early, you're going to have defenses be a little bit ahead. Offenses are going to adjust once you get more film on each of these. Uh, each of these schemes. So I think offenses will catch up on this. Yeah, I mean, that's just the nature of the NFL. Everything, I mean, we were talking about it with the Chiefs. Like, yeah. everyone, the defenses figure out how to stop teams, and then those teams figure out how to yeah. stop those defenses, and it's it's cyclical. So, like, I mean, eventually they'll figure it out, but I mean, it's, it's a pretty good defense. At the end of the day, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, the talent gets you somewhere, and they yeah. have a lot of talent in the defense. So, like, I, I, I think... If the defense stays the way it is, they'll get figured out. But I have faith that they will be able to adapt. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get anywhere. And of course, we're totally oversimplifying this. Yeah, yeah. Not people aren't just sending two high safeties out there and then call it a day. Like they aren't. <laughs> a, a lot of the reason why this Niners defense, and the last thing I'll say on it, is so good with Hufunga is because he is, you know, the true strong safety. He's a lot, a lot like Cam Chancellor, where they can put him in the box. But they can also run this cover six where defenses can't throw in it, but also you can't run like you would be able against a too high because he's in the box and he's he, he's he's just disrupt disrupts everything. So, yeah, obviously it's not as easy as it sounds, but I do think that eventually, toward the latter half of the year, we're gonna see some offensive explosions. Jamar Chase owners, I think he'll be okay. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I feel like if if your receivers are playing the 49ers over the next few weeks yeah. and you have viable backups, go with the backups yeah. uh, just to try to optimize your points. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about the Panthers. If you have anybody on the Panthers, including <laughs> McCaffrey, go try to trade him. Um, all right, Ravens and Bengals. Last week we talked about Harbaugh going for it on fourth down and not taking his points against the Bills. He learned quote-unquote learned, I still think it's the right decision to go yeah, for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and they won the game. But but I heard an interesting take. Harbaugh, so when coaches make decisions based on what people are going to say about him off the field, like you know, first take and stuff, that's yeah. stupid. Yes. But when you make a decision based on what the locker room is going to feel like, like if he would have gone for it and they didn't get it again, I think you lose the locker room a little bit. Regardless of what happens, if you take the points here, I think the locker room likes it. Are you guys pro on, on you know, making your players happy with play calling, or do you think you just do do whatever the analytics say or what you think is best? I mean, as, I feel like the head coach just has to do what they think is best. Because I mean, I feel like, like I understand the the not taking the point to lose the locker room, but I feel like you also lose the locker room if mm-hmm. if you as the coach start doubting yourself. I feel like players start to recognize that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, 
I, I, I, Harbaugh's a good coach. Like he's been doing he's this for a minute. Great coach. I, I am going. I think he's the longest tenured coach outside of Belichick right now in the NFL. Is he longer than Tomlinson? Oh, Tomlinson, Belichick, and maybe yeah, Tomlinson and Belichick. I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's Tomlin, he knows what he's Tomlinson. doing, and I, I mean, he's not. He is not. Um, what's it called? He he's not. Um, the Chargers coach. Why am I blanking on his name? Rand Staley. Yeah, Staley. Like. I don't think he's going like if he was going like full off the deep end with the analytics, that'd be mm-hmm. a little bit of a problem. But I think he he knows what he's doing. Mm. So I feel like he just has to keep doing what he's doing. No risk it, no biscuit, baby. Go for it. Like if that's what you believe in, if that's what you think's gonna get you the win, to hell with mm. what the locker room thinks, because you're supposed to be the leader. And the second you're doing things just to simply appease those in the locker room. You're not the leader. You're, you've you've forgotten that, and you need to commit to what you believe in. If that's what you believe in, do it. Yeah, we'll touch on the Bengals later because it's in buy or sell, but this team is it's freaking me out. <laughs> I mean, it's not freaking me out because I, I did predict them to lose a lot of games this year. I, I actually said they'd be under 500. You did? They're trending that way. Um, is this just a Super Bowl hangover, or were they a little bit fraudulent last year? I think... A little bit of both. I mean, you look at the Rams, they're also kind of going through a hangover. Um, but they also are a little fraudulent. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think this, there was a lot of young people that the NFL didn't really know a whole lot about. And now they're starting to figure them out a little bit. So it's going to, and I think, I think they'll finish the season stronger. Like, they'll figure it out a little bit. But I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I don't think they're going to be back in the Super. I don't think they'll be back in the AFC Championship unless. I mean, I guess it depends on how it all lays out. But yeah, I guess they're a little fraudulent. I think maybe. it's t- tough to call anybody fraudulent year to year in the NFL within one season. Like, yes, the Cardinals were fraudulent the first half of last season, but year to year, there's so much that changes in this league. Teams go from worst to first all the time. Like, I don't think the Bengals last year were fraudulent. I just think there's there was a market correction this year. Yeah. They, you know, teams bettered their roster. They didn't it, it, do enough. Uh, those are the kind of things that that alter the landscape. I don't think the Bengals were fraudulent, but they're definitely not returning this year. Yeah, I'm not going to use the word fraudulent to describe them, but I will use the word lucky. Yeah. And that's because of turnover, turnover luck. luck yeah. 100%. Yeah. They Very got a ton of it. There is no way you can say they didn't have turnover luck last year. Just look at the stats. I think they had one turnover in like a month and a half and forced like 10 takeaways, which sure, that's good defense and Jesse Bates being a ball hawk, but it's also like you know, tip tip balls, just luck. It's just how it goes. They correct themselves, and I think they're getting corrected at the start of this year. We'll move on to the last game of Week 5. We're recapping Raiders and Chiefs. Holy hell, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, first of all, you know before this game, Devontae Adams was only targeted deep, I think, three or four times? Interesting. What are we doing? <laughs> Clearly it worked. Um, so that's one thing. Devontae Adams is going to be fine. but And fined. Yeah, and fine. Yeah, and charged. Uh, but are the other receivers going to be fine? Is Darren Waller going to be fine? Is Hunt, Where is Hunter Renfro? Is he sabotaging this team? Fumbled against the Cardinals twice and then ran into Devontae Adams? That's Devontae Adams' fault. Really? Yes. I saw a receiver. Oh, of the press. Yeah, I saw yeah. a receiver break it down. He's Devontae Adams supposed to outside yeah, release there. Yep. Um, I mean, like the, the, the Hunter Renfro could have like stuttered at the Was line. Was that luxurious need on him? I don't know. I don't remember. But, but. Theoretically, it's Devontae's fault. Yeah, um, he was supposed to go out. I mean, it's going to be tough for any receiver when 
you're bringing in arguably the best receiver in the NFL. But but and he also has a relationship. But with we've seen this help with Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs. Yeah, yeah, but Hunter Renfro is, and it's not just because they're both white. They're <laughs> they're both they both find soft zones. That's what they do. Yeah, but there's a difference between Cole Beasley and Hunter Renfro. Is that Cole Beasley had Joshua Allen throwing to him, and Cole and Hunter Renfro has yeah. Derek Carr throwing to him, and again. Derek Carr has a very long history with Devontae. And I feel like I feel like Derek might be getting a little pressure, not from Devontae, but like now Devontae is not being full blown Devontae and he feels kind of a need to get his guy the ball. And it's I don't know, I just feel like it's not working out. I just don't like Derek Carr as a quarterback. And I feel like that's the root <laughs> of all problems. And their head coach. Yeah, I mean, you just hit it. There's two reasons. Derek Carr is fraudulent, and Josh McDaniels is not a head coach in this yeah. league. We've seen this play out before in Denver. Like, this guy just ain't going to get it done. And I think we're seeing that in Las Vegas right now. Yep. Uh, now going on the other side, the Chiefs. I won a fantasy game solely because of Travis Kelsey. I was down by 28 points. The man had, I think, seven catches for and four touchdowns. Is it... Why is, does he keep getting open? Defenses know that the ball is going to him. What what makes him so good at, what, 33 years old? Oh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is throwing to him. Andy Reid's the coach that's scheming for him. They've got one of the better offenses in the league. I mean, good offenses and good players, especially tight ends, find a way to get open, especially when you got a quarterback that can throw it any which way. I mean, they're just good. They're just damn good. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are just better than everybody. Yeah. And I mean, except for the Bills, right? We'll see. We'll see <laughs> yeah. this weekend. Um, but I mean, yeah, they're just better than everybody. Yeah. I mean, I have, I think, the most talented quarterback in the history of the NFL. I, I guy that we had this discussion, Mount Rushmore of tight ends in the NFL. Like, mm. I, I don't think that it's really that complicated. And yeah. they have a, a tremendous head coach. Yeah. Like, it's a, trifecta where also, all three it, of them are going to succeed a fantasy trend that continued to show if you have ceh in your lineup and he's playing primetime take him out of your lineup yeah. he doesn't do anything on primetime ransom in the chat saying is Devonte adams really that guy though rogers threw to him his whole career you can flip that is aaron Rodgers really yes, that guy yes, come he on threw to Devonte adams the entire year he did not throw to his uh, yeah aaron Rodgers precedes Devonte adams i know so Devonte adams is the best technical receiver in the nfl and i don't think it's close who Aaron else Rogers. did Rodgers have to throw to? You know, also like yeah. So I think there's a bit of an inflation because he was that offense there in Green Bay, but it, there's a definite downgrade when you go from Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball to Derek Carr. I don't care if if you went to college with him, if he's married your sister, if you've known him his whole <laughs> life. It doesn't matter what your relationship with the quarterback is if he's not as good. Yeah. One yeah. played Power Five football. The other did not. Um, Devontae Adams still top three receiver in the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Good. just want to make skill sure. wise. Yeah, I think I'm not even. I don't even have him in any of my leagues. But the man needs more targets. Plain and simple. I feel like you're a closet uh, Aaron Rodgers hater. Um, I'm no. I've said I said this on the bet show. I he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yes. He's unbelievable. He's supremely talented. If I wouldn't have been talking about him like this last year, I'm just so sick of him. I, I just I, I'm so sick of the 
the shenanigans off the field. It's just it, it's gotten to a point where it's just it, it it's it's weird. If it wasn't for the the whole immunized thing, I would love him. Well, I think all well, everything is. I think he's so funny. Yeah, but it, it's also if, I don't know. It's just matter. Everything is so. I think all of it's an act. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I think he's just smarter than everybody. I think he's bored. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm tired of seeing him on my on my phone. <laughs> all right, <laughs> time for winners and woofs. Uh, Aspel, we'll start with you. Who's your winner for this week? Uh, anybody that had Josh Allen on their fantasy roster. I, I mean, I think he had 60 points for me at, at the half. <laughs> like, I think he finished with 80. I scored almost we 200 We do not have points. a traditional scoring for No, we do not. <laughs> I had almost yeah. 200 points in the game. Uh, so, but, I, I mean, he he's my winner. Yeah. It was amazing what he did on the field. Sean? I mean... And saying this partially because I owned him and he's been sitting on IR and now he's back. Be Rob, baby. Mm. I just I many mean, men. Which death? Yeah, I was gonna start singing and then oh. I fucked it up. Um, <laughs> no, I fucked it up, not not Shane. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's you. He what? He led the the football team in touches. I refuse to call them the Commanders. They're yeah. still the football. Thank team. Thank you, WFT. Um, coolest name in football. Yeah. Um, he led them in touches. He's yeah, nine, nine to three. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I just feel like uh, if you've been one of the people that have been storing him on your bench, it's nice to have him back. Yep, I have him in one of my leagues. Super excited. Definitely need to start him this week with Damian he, Pierce on a bye. Coolest entrance. Oh, yeah. unbelievable! No, it is like ever. the single, single hardest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I, the first time I saw the clip, I thought somebody had edited so did the I. song yeah. in. I was yeah. like, no way! And then I saw yeah. a shot from the crowd. I was yeah. like, oh my god, that was yeah. really it. Yeah. Awesome. Really cool. Um. My winner this week is the Baltimore Ravens. We talked about them a little bit, but this defense, a traditional man defense, they almost only play man and zone in rare situations like third and longs. But when you can teach Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters to just sit in zones the whole game and it works against one of the most explosive offenses in recent history from last year, uh, round of applause. (laughs) I mean, this defense showed they can adapt, and that's something that... One defensive coordinators can't do often, especially um, against a defense or an offense like this. But two, they just don't want to because of their pride. They think their way is the highway, and that's all that matters. The Ravens are my winner this week, specifically their defense, but also Mr. Lamar Jackson. He's just even when he's not putting up gaudy stats, he's such an underrated decision maker. Yeah. He doesn't throw interceptions. His decision making and ball placement has gotten so much better this year. They're they're still I still think they're slept on this year. Um, all right. Let's get into woofs. Sean, we'll start with you. Who's your loser this week? Christian Kirk. <laughs> uh, it hurts. Um, two straight weeks where he's had uh, single digits, fantasy points, and standard PPR. 2.1 last week. One reception for 11 yards. Um, it's two straight weeks of him not performing after three straight weeks of him being one of the best fantasy yep. receivers in football. So I'm getting slightly concerned. Uh, I'm getting slightly, slightly concerned about the Are Jags. Are you surprised? Christian I Kirk, mean, I drank the Kool Aid for yeah. sure. After the first three weeks, I was I was not only in on just him, but in on on Doug Peterson, in on on Trevor Lawrence, and on the Jags in general. Um, not feeling as good about it anymore. Um, so yeah, Christian Kirk is definitely my loser of the week, uh, mainly because I own him in multiple leagues and mm. he screwed me for two straight weeks. Christian Kirk's the villain in Scooby Doo, where you pull off the mask. You go, I knew it was you. <laughs> like this is what he did in Arizona. Yeah. He got big weeks, and then he completely exactly. disappeared. Yeah, others. but he has like, a better coach and a quarterback with more potential. I'm not going to say he's better than than Kyler because he's not at this point. But 
quarterback with more potential, a quarterback that could have been better, and a quarterback that was playing better than than Kyler in the first three weeks. Um, so I thought it might be different. And he's a true number one now, or on paper the number one now. Um, <laughs> he's a slot receiver still, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my wolf was uh, a, a Cardinals receiver, Greg Dortch. This guy comes through first three weeks, looks like he could be the real deal. Rondell Moore comes back, and they ghosted him. Like even yeah. though he was one of the, one of the most consistent receivers on that roster, they they give Rondell Moore all the snaps. Uh, you know, again this past week, AJ Green gets snaps. Greg Dortch deserves to be on the field, and I don't think we're going to see him. And I had I had held out hope. I kept him on my bench, but I cut him today because I need somebody that's actually going to get me points. Yeah, my wolf is somebody's playing tonight. It's Darnell Mooney. Um, saw that great catch he made last week, right? Yeah. The go route from Justin Fields. How many fantasy points he finished with? Seven. 7.2. Oh, look at he me. had two I'm catches for 50 yards <laughs> on five targets. That offense is terrible. If you still own a wide receiver on the Bears, what are you yeah. doing? And, and, just stop. Why? The Bears and the, and the, the Panthers. I just... And the Giants. Yeah. The Giants receivers are... Yeah. If you're still... If you are holding out hope on KT, Kadarius Tony, I commend you because uh, he's a supreme talent. Just not going to stay on the field. If you're Sorry. holding out hope for a Panthers receiver, I respect it because they're probably going to get traded to a team. <laughs> yeah. Actually use that. Uh, Ravens, go get Curtis Samuel from from the Commanders. That, that's something I heard that I ex um, DJ Moore fan club um, or DJ Moore. Either of them. There, there's going to be a fire sale for both those yeah. teams, I feel like. Uh, the Commanders still think they can win, or the WFT, excuse They need me. a defense. Uh, that, was, that was winners and woofs, and it was woofs because we are presented by Underdog Fantasy. Woof. I want to tell you about the easiest and most fun way to spice up your football season. It's Underdog Fantasy and their pick'em game. Just pick your favorite or least favorite, looking at you, Aaron Rodgers, stats, <laughs> and say if they're going to go higher or lower than the total given. So if you think Aaron Rodgers is not going to throw an interception, you can take his lower on interceptions at a half. Um, and we'll give out some of our favorites in a second. Um, but you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night if you get all of your picks right. Uh, it just adds a little bit of flair to to football. And, and they also have Daily Fantasy. Um, and we'll, we, we do the Daily Fantasy draft on this show. Um, it, it's just a lot of fun. Espo, I know you came short, and this was on the Suns last night, right? Look, I had the Suns basically sat their top 10 guys on the roster, maybe top eight yesterday for various reasons in the preseason i went i gotta watch this game for work but i gotta do something to make this interesting mm-hmm. so i i went in and i i played uh the pick em, uh higher lower and and went with jock landell over 17 uh rebounds and points hit it went uh De'Aaron fox under 22 points and assists combined hit it and then i was dumb enough to bet higher on josh akogi uh, nine points and uh, Damian Lee ten points. Thinking, well, somebody's got to score. Uh, not realizing that Dwayne Washington Jr. was going to do all the scoring. So, so I missed out on a hundred and fifty bucks uh, yeah. on a fifteen dollar bet. But it made it interesting. I actually watched every second of it with bated breath while looking at the box score. So it makes makes things more fun for sure. Sean, do you have anything fun? Um, well, I just as. That's what I was talking. Put a little bit on the Coyotes game tonight. Um, you know, Nick Schmaltz over half a point. Clayton Keller over two shots. Sidney Crosby over half an assist. Um, but for football tonight, I'm, I'm in on Carson Wentz and B-Rob, baby. Um, Carson Wentz over 14 and 14.75 fantasy points. Um, 
I just think he we talked about it. He goes stupid on Thursday yeah. nights. Um, and then Brian Robinson higher than 48 and a half rush yards. Had 49 last week. Or no, no, no. Excuse me. I'm looking at the projected stats. He's projected to have 49 in fantasy. Yeah, but he's playing the 23rd ranked uh, rushing defense in fantasy football. And the commander's whole line is looking okay. Yeah. I like Carson Wentz to go higher tonight. And we'll get into our favorites in a second. But before then, uh, you can search in the app store. Click the link in the show notes and sign up using that promo code PHNX. And Underdog will double your first deposit. Up to $100, so make sure to do so. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. <laughs> Guys, favorite prop or fav- favorite pick them tonight, higher or lower, anything, or on the weekend. What do you guys like? Well, I, I was hoping my boy PJ Walker for, <laughs> uh, for the Panthers would be in there, but I got, I got nothing on there. So I'm going to take higher uh, Kyler Murray 0.5 interceptions. I think it's going to be a shootout uh, in Seattle, and when that happens and you got to throw a lot, Kyler tends to at least make one mistake. So, um, I feel like the football team's defense is going to kind of come out and try to prove a point against wow. a really bad team. So I think that Justin Fields is going to be running for his life. So I'm going Justin Fields higher than eight rushing attempts. Um I just feel like he's going to have to do something crazy. Plus, this game could end up being really weird mm-hmm. and like a close game and maybe a high scoring game. Like, I don't yeah. really know. I just feel like Justin Fields is going to have to go kind of beast mode. And uh, I feel like I just like over or higher than eight rushing attempts. Yeah. My favorite by far tonight is the pick of Curtis Samuel higher than five receptions. No Jahan Dotson, no Logan Thomas. They're going to throw the ball a bunch. Curtis Samuel is the only option. Give me his higher on five receptions. Um, and put those together with a couple of other things like Brian Robinson's higher 7.75 fantasy points and Carson Wentz higher than 225 passing yards. Um, that right there pays out six times your money. I'm feeling a little saucy. I'm going to put higher on 11.5 rushing yards for Carson Ew. Wentz. I, I thought about it for a second. I thought about <laughs> it. I actually just cooked something oh, up. Actually, you have to incorporate a player from a, a, the yeah, other team. That's why I got Justin Fields rushing attempts on there. Justin, a few, Justin Fields rushing attempts over eight higher than, or eight. Higher than eight. Yeah. Wow. There's nothing like having to root for a quarterback to run it in a yeah. game. Like it adds a whole element that you feel ridiculous, but but you love it all the same. Like last week, I think I had Matty Ice at 2.5 yes. yards and in overtime, he runs it. And I'm freaking out hoping he got two and a half, you know, yeah. three yards mm. on a carry. It, I love it. It's just so dumb, but it's so much fun. Yeah, I got I got Carson Wentz higher than 14.75 fantasy points. Brian Robinson higher than 7.75 fantasy points. Jeannie McKissick higher than three receptions. Curtis Samuel higher than five receptions. Thank you, Shane. And Justin Fields higher than eight rushing attempts. $10 to win 200 Give me David Montgomery lower. 83.5 rushing and receiving yards. Um, Cole Horbert's been okay coming back from an injury. Uh, getting that extra bonus for the receiving yards, I think, is going to work because I don't think they're going to be passing well that much. And if it is, it's be, be below the line of scrimmage or before the line of scrimmage, and that defensive line is going to eat tonight. Um, that pays out ten times your money. You take a higher, or lower two times. You throw up from these ugly orange, all orange uniforms. By oh, the Bears lower. Turn me up. Turn me <laughs> yeah, all the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for just chaos. <laughs> Not not just chaos, but like color block, like yeah. everything one color. Yeah. I love action green. Yep. I love the all oranges. 
uh bills color rush color rush is all. just great yeah. all right uh got, saints white all white got mm. some more questions in the chat we will get to those at the end of the show but first it's time for everybody's favorite segment buy or sell this is where we tell you guys if we are buying or selling this player this doesn't mean just drop or add it means if you can trade for him or if you have them are you just going to sell them or buy them at a high or low value we'll start with somebody who had a great performance last week mr gabe davis gabe davis buying or selling Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm selling. I don't, he's not as good as what you saw last week. You're not going to get another 32-point you're, you're not get. You're not going to get another 98-yard touchdown. Yeah, like that, what happened was ridiculous. If you're in a league with people who just kind of look at this, the box score, yep. aren't huge Bills fans, um, you probably can get something for him because people are like, oh, he had three touchdowns. He's or definitely two a good fl- still, a, still a solid flex, flex play. Yeah, like not a wide receiver. If, too. if you can get if you can get someone to overpay for him, absolutely sell. I mean, I think, yeah, he's a solid person to have on your roster. But you look at the rest of his like the two weeks before they had two points and six points mm-hmm. uh, or just over um, in fantasy. And the first week at 18 didn't play week two. Um, yeah. Who does he think he is? Christian Kirk? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they play KC this week. I I just when you have Stephon Diggs as that number one option, I just don't. And also, you know, there keeps on being tossed. They're going to end up trading for Christian McCaffrey or trading for Saquon Barkley. Like if that happens, that's only going to serve. That's only going to hurt um, Gabe and Isaiah McKenzie should be back. So that's another option that's going to take away targets. Um, when you look at who Josh Allen was throwing to last week, it was it was. Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, and Khalil Shakir. Like it, it was uh, who scored? Who scored? Exactly. Good for Khalil so Shakir. like, um, I, but when you get a guy that that Josh Allen has a little bit more confidence with, I feel like that's just going to take even more targets away from Gabe Davis. And again, like you said, not going to have another ninety-eight touchdown. Yeah. I am selling Gabe Davis while his stock is high. Speaking of receivers, the going all the way back to the start of the show, Ashton Doolin was the guy's name. He went to Malone University, and that is no longer a college nice. football program. Um, Receiver for the Colts who just got put on IR. RIP. Uh, all right. Next one. Let's get into Mr. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, obviously a monster game last week. Are we buying or selling? Same thing with Gabe Davis. Sell, sell, sell. I mean, what has Taysom Hill done so far this year? Fantasy wise. He had oh, he had 15 points the first week, and then he went 1.4. Yep. And then inconsistent after not playing week three. Um, it's the same thing with Gabe Davis. It's a guy that that sure he has on occasion potential but you're it's not he, he's not a tight end he's not a quarterback like you just you have to hope that he gets his number called in the way that he did last week and then you also have to hope that he makes plays yeah i i think it's a situation just like Gabe davis where if you get someone who's not paying much attention you can sell him for more than he's worth you absolutely do it otherwise i don't even think he's worth taking up a roster spot yeah i mean unless you're desperate unless you got a lot of injuries yeah. or you know you got Devonte Adams, and he's suspended for an amount of time, and and for some reason Taysom's available in your league. I I don't like gimmicky guys in uh, in fantasy. It's boomer bust, and you can't rely on that. You need guys yeah. that you have a, a a baseline of. This is at least what I'm going to get out. Yeah, of. the one thing about him though is that not a whole lot of good tight ends, and so yeah. it, the fact that he fits into a tight end slot. If you're desperate, which I guess I kind of am in some leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be worth it, but otherwise, I would, what, Max? I would sell. Yeah. Max just so added. It's always great when we got a guy off mic talking. People in, Utah are, people in Utah are buying Hill, and you know what I say about Utah? Go fuck, fuck yourself, him. Utah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Josh Jacobs, buy or sell? 
Mm, I I'm buying, man. He looked good, and I, I know, and I know a lot of it was because this defense was sitting back in again the too high, and there wasn't a lot of people in the box. But I think he looked like a good runner. Listen, so. man. There, I think this is another sell situation for the same reason. A the the the, the Raiders are creeping into Carolina territory for me, where I don't really have any interest in anyone on yeah. the team. Um, two straight weeks of over thirty points in fantasy against Denver and KC. Um, I feel like if you can sell him for a lot, you sell him for a lot. Like, because especially because Josh Jacobs, unlike the last you guys we talked about, has name value. Like, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of people that are like, oh, Josh Jacobs, I know who that is. True. Like, if you can, if you can oversell him for something, I think it's worth it, especially if you need something in another position. Like, if you have running back depth and you need a receiver or something, I feel like that's definitely something worth exploring. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it depends on your situation. I yeah. personally would sell, but if, if I have really weak running backs, it's the kind of guy that you almost have yeah. to throw in there because there's the chance that he has games like last week. Uh, so I'm selling, but I could understand where somebody would make the uh, the buy argument for their specific. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got to speed through these because we still got a couple things to get to, and you got to be on Southwest Bias right yeah. after this. So the Bengals, their offense entirely. Are we buying any of these guys or are we selling sell. right now? Sell, sell, sell. Um, I'm buying Hayden Hurst because, again, tight ends are weak and I need I think a tight it, end. I think it was a revenge game, though. Just Yeah, a, no, I, that's true. But, I mean, again, I just need a tight end yeah. in a lot of leagues. And Hayden <laughs> Hurst is good enough. I, I mean, I own Jamar Chase in one of my leagues. I'm holding on to him for now. Uh, I, I just – people know what to do. They know what to yeah. do against this, this, this offense who was so good last year and – Joe Burrow is getting scared from coughs and sneezes out <laughs> left and right because of Lael Collins, who's just the one of the worst tackles graded in NFL history right now. Uh, if you have a speed rusher lined up against him, he's getting ran past, uh, yep. and Burrow's getting dropped like fly, like a fly. So I don't know. I'm, I'm. I think if you have Jamar Chase, I don't think there's a reason to, to just give up on him. Like yeah. he's still getting you 15 points, yeah. when, even when he doesn't do much, but. Yeah, I'm right there. I think everybody else, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, I'd still keep just because he's T. Higgins. If you can, if you can buy low on one of these guys, Jamar yeah. Chase or T. Higgins, do it. Don't go pick up Tyler Boyd. Um, if you can, if Geno Smith is available, I'd start him over Joe Burrow right now. Genuinely, yeah. Um, because that's why our next one is Geno Smith. Geno Smith, are we buying or selling, guys? Is he the real deal? I'm buying. I mean, until proven otherwise, this offense is operating at a high clip. He's getting the job done. If you're if you're in a pinch and for some reason he's still available in your league, yeah, go go make the pickup. I mean, he's the highest QBR in the NFL right now. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I have a team that my quarterbacks are Russell Wilson and Tua Tagovailoa. Geno seems like a better option than both of them. I just mm-hmm. picked up Carson Wentz to start this week um, over Russell Wilson. He's wow. a better option than Russ I, at this point. I think. I just, yeah. I mean. He's playing kind of out of his mind, and I like it. So, I, yeah, I feel like you buy right now if you need a quarterback. <laughs> Should have picked up P.J. Walker. LTC, that's just mean. Somebody offered him Kenneth Walker for Jamar Chase. That is just mean. Uh, Joshua Kelly, backup running back for the Chargers. Obviously, Austin Eckler is the touchdown guy and the high-volume guy, but Joshua Kelly can sneak in there. Are you buying for a flex option? I'm not personally because I'm not in a situation in any of my leagues where I need a backup running back to be my flex. If you need a backup running back to be your flex, are you buying Joshua Kelly? Uh, mm. <laughs> um, no. I'd rather have a wide receiver in my flex. Yeah. Yeah. Else. I like Joshua Kelly. 
uh, especially if you're in PPR formats. He he he's a high volume guy for what he is uh, for a, for an RB two. Uh, I'm buying. Yeah, I'm selling because just like the guys earlier, I he played out of his mind compared to what he's done the rest of the season. If you could sell him for more than he's worth, you do it. I mean, it's the first he hadn't scored more than five point yeah. five fantasy points prior to last week, so. This next guy's stock is going up rapidly, and you know what else is going up? The forks, because it's Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin, are we buying or selling? For this weekend, I'm buying. There's no other. There's no other running backs that are going to be fully healthy. We saw. We saw what he can do, and you know, like I said before, I think this is going to be a, a shootout uh, against the uh, Seahawks. So get him while you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting him this week in one of my leagues. I'm starting. You know, this week I. Buying if you can get him before this weekend. Thirtieth um, ranked rush defense, fantasy rush defense in football. Um, and yeah, we, like everything. I suppose I'm said. not just buying for this weekend. I think he can trend toward getting a lot of more, a lot more touches later in the year too. Um, yeah, that's I'm fair. keeping that's on That's trusting roster. Cliff Kingsbury, and that's a dangerous thing to trust. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm starting him and AJ Dillon in one of my leagues. It's so gross. Still <laughs> has to play San Francisco twice. I have Brian Robinson on the bench, but on, on my bench, I have. Damian Pierce and Jamal Williams that are both. I didn't go. I, I'm a zero running back guy. That's just how I roll. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing well. So uh, last guy, tight end, Dalton Schultz, a guy you could rely on as a fantasy beast. But now without Dak, uh, not a lot going on. Are you buying or selling? I mean, honestly, I would buy because you probably he's not. You're not going to have to give up much for yeah. him. Dak is going to be back eventually. And like you said, I think he's a great tight end choice if you don't have one. Yeah. Like the one week that he produced with Dak. Um, so when, once Dak's back, I think, because I, I think realistically Dak is going to be the starter. I don't think there's really much. I, I don't think Cooper rushes. They have they paying Dak so much goddamn money. They have to give him back that starting job. Um, and then Dalton Schultz will perform again. And he's not worth anything this week. You should, if he's even in owned in your league, um, yeah. you should be able to get stuff. Obviously, before. disclaimer: he is injured right now. Um, yeah, they'll sprain PCL, but I think he'll be fine. I, um, especially I, when Dak comes back. I, am I the only one that drafts a tight end early to solidify the position? If so it's I don't not Kelsey or Mark Andrews, I don't think it's worth drafting. A t- if you can get Kelsey or Mark Andrews, then absolutely. That's usually what I do. I yeah. go for one of those two because I'm a believer in get the top in positions where you got to go dumpster diving if you don't. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what this feels like. It depends. You, know? you have to have like the right pick yeah. to get him. Because if, you if you're a top five You're pick, either reaching or yeah. you don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in one of my leagues, I drafted Kyle Pitts. And Darren Waller as a tight end and flex option hasn't worked out, but I'm four yeah. and one. <laughs> great on paper for sure. Yeah, yeah great on paper. Uh, all right. Well, before we answer our questions, um, it's time to get into the war room, fellas. Oh yeah, it's time Ooh, yeah. to get into the war room where we're going to be drafting our favorite, um, our favorite matchups or our favorite players in daily fantasy for tonight on the Underdog Fantasy app, guys. It's just that easy. You can invite your friends to um, your own draft. Uh, use that promo code PHNX. Let me get this ready for you guys. Keep people entertained. So I actually, after last week's draft, was expected projected to have the most points and yet still finish third out of the three. Yeah, I was leading for a while. That was an ugly game. Hopefully we get something a little uh, better some, this week. Some actual offensive yeah. uh, production tonight. Yeah, maybe? I mean, I drafted. I had McManus, though. So that ended up paying off for me because I, you know, we were doing all kickers or it was all field goals. Yeah, I almost feel like I have to draft one of the kickers tonight in this just simply because of my PTSD from last Thursday night where that was the only way you were winning. Who's the Bears kicker? Is it, is it Santos? 
yeah i, I think we got to see where he is at in uh like projected point wise but i i don't i feel like <laughs> it's thursday night football kicker's probably going to get you points this this thing these drafts are the ones that i think i get most fired up about in my week in fantasy just because it's against the two of you. And I'm like, I got to prove I can do something, even though I have failed miserably since we've been doing this. Yeah. So for the record last week, um, Shane destroyed us. He had yes. 49.2 fantasy points with the team. Gordon, Alec Pierce and Mike Boone, um, Alec Pierce at 16. He was that leading scorer for his team. I came in second with Russell Wilson, Michael Pittman, Mo Alley Cox. Um, like I said, uh chain fooled me um what's that you guys oh not yet um shane fooled me and told me not to scratch my moelle cox uh or told me to scratch my moelle cox after i said i didn't want to um and so i scratched my moelle cox in this draft um it did not work out for me yeah you never should do that in public all right well let's get let's get going um you guys into the draft Uh, it is just that easy we got about a minute until it starts uh weird game tonight what's the draft order uh, my last again? Yes, that's yeah. goes first. Me what? second. Shane is third. This is like the worst game uh, to have the first pick in. There's no good answer here. Guys, underdog fantasy, I'm telling you, it's not only just so much fun to do, but also you can keep track. I'm 1-0 against these guys. Yes. Uh, and it's so easy to set up. Uh, you literally just click share draft. You can create a private draft. Um on the app, and then you text it to them. They got a text. It took two clicks. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's tap, tap. I'm in a draft. It would have been faster, but uh, Sean was just staring at his phone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I got my phone. I do not disturb. I didn't see the text. Uh, anybody here stick out to you on the draft list, Espo? Who do you think you're going to go yeah, with? First I don't want to give Espo anything. I hope he messes up this first pick. The kicker? Like, <laughs> I feel that. Can like, you take I'm the look, punter? Cairo Santos at, projected two points. I mean, I'm looking at Carson Wentz, and I'm like. I think I had to go there, but I feel dirty about it. You don't like, have to go there. I mean, it, it feels like some of my dating life in college. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I have to go do, there. Do, do, do. Oh, Espo, you are now on the clock. Fine. I'm taking Carson Wentz. Uh, oh, damn, damn, damn. Um, I guess, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going Curtis Samuel. Okay. I just feel like, why not? Let me see. All right, who is available for me? Give me, I, I gotta go Justin Fields, yeah. just for the projection just because he's a, the only other quarterback um and then that, then but. give me I, I feel it today uh many men with death upon me give me brian robinson <laughs> all righty i'm back um i mean i guess i have to go with the other starting oh jake back, if you want eh? to fo- turn my phone on do not disturb just in case something weird happens uh, i'm gonna start <laughs> my texting friends you. are watching this show um yeah i gotta go david montgomery in this situation thanks jacob i feel like that's the only <laughs> only real option there nice. Going Cairo Santos. Yeah, I'm, going, baby. I'm, I'm going field goal kickers here. Let's. Uh, I, I you gonna go the other kicker? I think I'm gonna go the other kicker. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. Expect the hell I out love of it. it. Who is the other kicker in this game? As I'm looking uh, at Joey Sly. Is it? No. Yeah, Joey Sly. It is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Look at my kicker knowledge. Yeah, that's crazy. I did not know that one. I knew Cairo, but. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that because <laughs> that's it's freaking. It's Thursday night. Also. Uh, chat, feel free right. to to make fun of us if you think there's somebody on the board that should have been I mean, taken already. I guess I have to go scary Terry. Damn right? it! Like, <laughs> thought he was gonna slip. He's the guy. Yeah, that that's a good pick. Um, all right, these are my last two. Uh, I'm not taking Darnell Mooney. I just I can't give me Antonio Gibson. This worked last week when I handcuffed both running backs. 
Um, because I had Mike Boone and yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Bad. Yeah. Fumbler man. Yeah. Melvin Gordon. Uh, <laughs> bad, bad fumbler, fumbler man. man. Um, the third. And give me the keel. No, I'm kidding. Uh, give me Khalil Herbert Coward. as well. Coward. Oh wait. Oh never mind. I was gonna I was gonna take JD McKissick so I get all three of them, but that, that'd just be weird. <laughs> um. You, you know, it's half PPR, right? Yeah, half PPR. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. JD McKissick. Wow, Darnell Mooney's still on the board. You know, yeah, no, you Wide know what? You know what? I'm going Darnell Mooney because okay. last week you scared me out of draft. You scared me into drafting Moelle yeah. Cox, and it was wrong. I'm not gonna let you do okay. this to me again. I'm doing okay. Darnell Mooney. I'm going the big JD McKissick after my two kickers. The big small man. <laughs> who's he project- got two kickers: JD McKissick and Carson Wentz. Uh, who's projected to win? Um, not me. <laughs> I am projected to blow you guys out. Forty-eight point nine points. Shane has thirty-nine point three points. As well as twenty-eight point two. You have to go the Thursday special. You always yeah, no, got to go kick. I, I respect it. I, I respect the strategy. Yeah. Last week I was projected to win, and Shane ended up pulling it out. So we'll all see. All right. Well, let's just get right into the questions now. We only got a couple minutes left. We'll go through all of the questions. That was the War Room presented by Underdog Fantasy. Do this every oh, single boom. Thursday, usually at 3 p.m. So make sure to join us for the results um, for tonight. Um, and definitely get in on the action. Do your own fantasy draft. If you don't have friends, that's okay. You can get into a pool with random people. I'll be your friend. Uh, is, we will be your friend. Is it okay yeah, if I mean, you don't have yes, friends? Yes, it's okay, yeah. Aspo. Is it? Come on. If you're on Twitter, I'll be in your league. We're your friends. All right. Let's get into some questions. If you guys have them, drop them in the chat. We'll answer them right now. Let's go with the first question that was asked, Jacob. Uh, Lima on Twitter, Pickens or Higby PPR this week? Ooh. Ooh. I love what Pickens is doing with Mr. Kenny Pickett. The offense is not, or the, the team is not good. Ooh, they have the Buccaneers, though. Steelers at home against the Buccaneers, the and the Rams, Rams are at home against the Panthers. I'd probably go Higby. I'd go Higby. Yeah. Just because I think this Buccaneers defense is really going to turn it up here. Yeah, and the Panthers are the Panthers. Uh, all right. And they got the, the interim coach bump. Next question from Twitter. McNally asking, what are your thoughts on BYU hard. going full Ricky Bobby hard. and putting a Cougar on the helmet? Those helmets are hard. Yeah, they're hard. They go uh, crazy. Did you see him, Espo? I, I did. I, yeah. Anytime you can get a cougar involved, you yeah. got it. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the questions that were asked on this a show. Um, we'll start with we'll start with Leah. Uh, question for later on behalf of my friend Kevin. Is it smart to start the man who was Many shot men. talking about <laughs> Mr. Brian Robinson? I did tell her friend that she should stick with Brian Robinson and not drop him. Or no, yeah. I told him, her to pick him up because he was available in her league. Um. Yes, you'll be fine. Yeah, I think uh, I think B Rob is going to be fine. Tonight. What's he going to be afraid of on a football field yeah, after that? Right? Exactly. I think his 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 share will only creep up. Uh. All right. Next question. I'm in a league two right two running back three wide receiver where I had Derrick Henry, JT, Javante, Yikes. and Cordero. Yikes. So it's Yikes. been brutal. Picked up Walker. Should I start B Rob tonight just in case? Um. So you're, I'm assuming she's starting Kenneth Walker. Um. In case JT is out. I would probably start Mike Boone just so you're not handcuffed. Yeah. If, yeah. I, but I think B Rob's okay tonight. I would start Mike Bo- or I would play Mike Boone, and if JT plays, definitely stick him yeah. in. Um, yeah, right there with that. you. Uh, Peter saying, "Would you play Jonathan Taylor over Mike Williams, G- Gabe Davis, Diggs in my lineup, or Curtis Samuel?" Ooh, Cur- tough. I P- mean, the, if it's the, PPR, I'd go Curtis Samuel. Yeah, it's yeah. tough because you have to make the decision now with Curtis Samuel. Yeah, uh, I would probably go Curtis Samuel. I, yeah, Same. yeah. I mean, obviously, if you don't go Curtis Samuel and JT plays, then you play him. I think over the other mm-hmm. two. I definitely not Gabe Davis. I'm I'm out on game. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, a couple more. Joaquin in the chat saying, "Would you trade CD Lamb and Mike Williams for Jamar Chase and Brandon Cooks? Half PPR, two and three record with CD Deontay Williams, Garrett 
Wilson Hopkins and MT as receivers. Uh, uh, no, I would. Uh, I hate Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna right go there with no. you. I'm, I would go no as well. I love Mike. I'm, I'm not back? sold on Chase with what's going on yeah. in Cincy either. Uh, are we buying B Rob? Yes, we are. Is Jacoby Myers Myers real? No, he's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mostert, London, or McKenzie for my flex PPR. Give me Mr. Raheem Mostert. Give me McKenzie. I kind of want to go McKenzie too. Um, I, I, yeah, I just I feel it. Um, all right, last question. Thank you for the super chat, Black Jedi. Uh, he asked, traded Alvin for Swift plus DJ Moore, 5-0, and L or W? Traded uh, Kamara for Swift and DJ Moore? A I w. like it. W. That's a huge W, Absolutely especially if w. DJ gets traded. Kamara is trending down. Yes. Obviously, yeah. Swift is coming back. It's DJ Moore, I like his potential, and yeah. especially, as you yeah. said, he can yeah. get traded. If you're 5-0, and you're in a great spot. Guys, yeah, love it. thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the PHNX Sports Fantasy Show uh, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Thank you, Underdog, for everything you do and for the wonderful app and the wonderful fun we're going to have tonight watching a terrible football game. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow Espo on Twitter at Espo, you can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore to pause. You can follow PHNX underscore sports across all socials, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. But until next week, we'll see you later. Stick around and vote for this man on Southwest Bias. Yes, sir.